I'm here. What's going on, my brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. They're all is well in my neighborhood. How's everything on your end? Oh, it's great, man. Um, tell everybody, man, uh, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports, um, the host for the Bay Fuel. I'm along with DJ Jeremiah and um, <laughs> DJ Jeremiah and Derek Myers, man. Um, I'm here with Eddie Robinson of the Robinson Report. How you feeling, brother? I'm doing doing pretty good, brother. Glad to be on your show. I've been uh, listening to a couple of your shows, man. Sounds pretty good. Oh, awesome, awesome, man. Uh, yo, so um, before we hop in, man, I'm, I'm going to ask you a few different questions, bro, but I want you to tell the people about yourself. Um, tell them what you're getting into and tell them a little bit about the Robinson Report. Okay, well, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Rick, my name's Ed Robinson, and the name of my website is titled The Robinson Report. The website is therobinsonreport.net, and basically the website is your go-to for sports news and information. The Robinson Report gives you a variety of uh, stories from NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, and the latest in your uh, scoreboard information. And again, I've only had this website for about three and a half weeks now, and we're close to over 2,000 visitors. So I'm very excited about it, and best is yet to come. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yo, um, but Eddie, you, um, you have some ties to New Orleans, right? Yes, I, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. Um, grew up there in, a, uh, in the downtown section of the city. Grew up in the city's 8th Ward. And um, that's kind of like where the, the career, the, the journey began. So, absolutely. Now, what the people don't know for real is that, man, I've been knowing you since college, man. We used to kick it tight all the time. Me and Eddie, like all the time. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so, I'm... I'm Man, like as, as as a friend, man, I'm extremely excited, bro, about all the stuff that you've been able to do, um, about all the stuff that you you're doing your day to day, and I love this website, man. I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. Well, thank you so much. I feel the same way about your venture that you have with you and your uh, your buddies out, out there, man. I'm really proud of it, and we just we just providing an alternative, man. That's what life is all about: providing options and alternatives to how people get their news and information. That's dope, man. So let, let's hop into it, bro. So we'll, we'll get into the New Orleans Saints in a little bit, man. But the thing that, that kind of swept the airwaves yesterday was the um, Kyrie Irving um, trade to Boston that sent um, Isaiah Thomas and James and what's it, um, and Crowder and um, Vivich, right, and a first-round pick to the Cavaliers. Like, that was, that was the thing that kind of swept the world yesterday. Um, how'd you feel about it, man, on your side of the world? Well, I'm excited as far as if you're a Cleveland Cavalier fan, you got to be excited because, for one, uh, Isaiah Thomas is a nice compliment for LeBron James. Uh, I love Kyrie Irving. I love his game. His game is, is fearless and is ferocious. But the problem is that during the finals, Kyrie had a tendency to over-dribble. He, there were many situations where Cleveland could have clinched that game three, but it was just too much dribbling on his part. Isaiah is not much of a dribbler. As much of a dribbler. Isaiah is just to the rim, to the basket. He has a nice shot. He also is a facilitator. He can pass the ball at any at any given time. I mean, Kyrie going to Boston would be good in terms of him with his point production, but I think Cleveland won out on, on this deal. Oh, you think Cleveland won the deal? I think Cleveland won out on the deal just because of Isaiah. Within it's telling me Kyrie is a scorer and he puts up more points, but I think Isaiah helps out LeBron more. I mean, even though LeBron's got more pressure on him, it, it clearly shows that LeBron will have 
more game-winning, more uh, game-winning shots in the upcoming year. So let me ask you this: What do you say to people who say, "Man, it's very clear that Boston won this trade"? Well, <laughs> I, I I tell them this: Boston's got some talented players. Boston is a playoff team, but LeBron James is the best player in the world right now. If you have LeBron James on your team, you always have a chance to win. And on top of that, Cleveland has gotten better with Isaiah Thomas, and you got D Rose, and a lot of a lot of parts are still there. Kevin Love is still there. So yeah, Boston has gotten younger, but Cleveland is still the team to beat in the East. Do you see Cleveland making any more moves after this? Like, is there anything else coming from Cleveland? I don't see anything happening anytime soon. I don't see anything happen. I think Cleveland is uh, satisfied with what they have right now. They have the pieces now where they can, if they were to play Golden State right now in the finals, they have just enough to, to hang with them and make the series a little bit longer. You say longer, but you don't think they'll win it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cleveland would need one more piece. Cleveland will at least need one more piece. And then they Cleveland have a shot of winning it. All right, so so here's my question. You know about um, Dwayne Wade, and you know um, he's probably in talks with the Chicago Bulls to buy out his contract. That contract should be bought out at some point soon, making Dwayne Wade free and on the market. Um, I think he I think he may be amendable to you know taking a little bit of a, a pay cut. To go play with LeBron one more time to take on this new foe. What if um, the Cleveland Cavaliers added Dwayne Wade? Is that the piece that'll get them over the hump in order to, to, to be enough to beat Golden State? Almost oh, definitely. That would definitely be the piece because, I mean, D Wade's got the championship experience, that veteran leadership. D Wade, I mean, despite injuries, he still can, he still is one of the, the top 10 best players in the league. He's got a good game. He can take it to the house. He's got a solid shot. His defense is still intact. He would be the piece that would put Cleveland over the hump to beat Golden State. Because D-Wade really? can, can he can defend Curry. He can definitely defend uh, Clay Thompson. So D-Wade would be that, that the missing piece to help Cleveland get over the hump. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. So if they pull in D-Wade, that's a wrap. They're going back. And not only are they going back, they're going back to win it. Oh, they're gonna win it. They they would win it in seven. Wow. Okay. So you think even with D Wade, they still go into seven games? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that, yo. So let me ask you this: um, We're headed into um, NFL season. I mean, the NBA has been ruling the summer. I'm not gonna even lie about that. The NBA has ruled the summer, right? Um, but the NFL, America's, you know, sweetheart, is right around. It's, it's about that time. So my question is, what are some big storylines that we have to pay attention to going into the NFL season this year? Well, to starters, of course, we know about Colin Kaepernick. I think it's a no-brainer that Colin Kaepernick is better than a lot of your starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Hello, Jacksonville. Hello, Cleveland. Oh, yeah, right, right. Hello, hello, Miami. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer right there. Uh, Buffalo could take a look at Colin. So I think the top story is getting Colin Kaepernick on a team. He deserves to be in the NFL. He's done nothing wrong. Give the man his his just due and let him play. So that's the top storyline going in. And um, 
I guess another thing is, what what will the Dallas Cowboys do this year? Dallas had a terrific year last year with Ezekiel Elliott, the six-game suspension. The he had he appealed the suspension, was still waited on a decision. So Dallas is always a big storyline every year. New England, the defending Super Bowl champs, Brady. We know what he's capable of doing. Belichick, they always have a chance to win. And Atlanta, I'm really interested to see what the Falcons are going to, how they're going to bounce back from that Super Bowl debacle in February. That should be interesting. And, of course, the the other L.A. team, the Chargers, that first year in L.A., that's that's some of the storylines I've been following. Wow, 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 absolutely. Every single one of those storylines are intriguing, every single one of them. Every single one. I'm excited about all of them. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I mean, it's just, it's interesting because with the, it, it, it's funny saying that name, the Los Angeles Chargers. For so many years, it's been San Diego. I had to get used to saying that. I tell you what, man, after that, what was it, eight sacks, 13 tackle for loss um, situation they had against the Saints the other day. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a fun ride in LA this year for Phillip Rivers. It's going to be it's going to be some tough times ahead for him. I mean, Philip Rivers is every year. Philip Rivers is consistent. He always gives it his all. I just think the the one thing that's hurt him has just been defense and just a lack of a running game. But I'm, then that division gets tough every year because the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos have always been at his side. So and of course New England and Pittsburgh and Baltimore. So it's going to be interesting for the Chargers this year. Now you mentioned that. Phillip Rivers is having, you know, a tough time putting up a lot of offense but always having a hard time with that defense. That reminds me of some team that's really familiar to us, the Saints, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So what do you feel? How long do you feel Drew has left? For one, how long do you think he has to play, right? And how long do you think he has in New Orleans? He's in a contract year. Well, he is in a contract, and to be quite honest with you, I'm a little bit optimistic about it. Somebody asked me this the other day. They said, hey, Ed, how long do you think Drew has left? I said, Drew's got about a good three to five years left. Mm. I think so. I mean, Drew's been pretty healthy. I mean, he's had a couple of injuries here and there, but for the most part, he's been pretty healthy throughout his tenure in New Orleans. I mean, his his pass protection has been terrible the last three years, but I still think Drew – has got a good five years left. I think as long as Sean Payton is there, Drew Brees will be there. Now, that's an interesting storyline, too, because a lot of people think Sean Payton, every year, every year, trade rumors or him leaving rumors come out every single year. And he said it himself, one of these years, you guys are going to be right. So in, with three consecutive seven and nine seasons, do you feel like this may be the straw that breaks the camel's back if they don't succeed well this year, or they don't do well this year? I think it's gonna the straw's gonna break the camel's back next year. Okay. I really believe it's gonna be next year. I don't think it's gonna be this year because they've added a piece with Adrian Peterson. I think they want to give Sean at least one year to to try to get some type of chemistry with him, Drew, and Adrian. So I think it's gonna really be next year. Who starts? Who starts between Adrian Peterson and uh, Mark Ingram? Because we saw that, you know, when they when they started to add, um, you know, names to that depth chart, right, they put them as co-starters. Co-starters Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram. They've also uh, went so far as to every single time AP don't have to play, Mark Ingram doesn't have to play. And we know that that's, that 
hasn't been how they've been doing Mark Ingram the past few years. But now, you know, since AP's there, he, they want to give him equal treatment. Do you think this will be an equally shared offensive load, or do you think something's going to happen um, to kind of determine a real starter? I think something is going to happen to determine the real starter. I think what is going to, what's going to happen is going to be a 70-30 deal. I think Ingram is going to get the majority of the carries just okay. simply because, he, because he's been there longer. He knows the offense. It's going to be Ingram is going to get the majority of the carries, but you'll see Peterson in a, as a third down back, someone that's going to be a great receiving back coming out of the backfield. So it's going to be something like a 70-30 type of situation. Okay, and and you know we got the situation. We got to address it, Kamara, right? Like fifty mm-hmm. yard run, first play. You know what I mean? First play of the offensive series against. Um, I was about to say San Diego. Look at me, but um, against Los Angeles, right? He breaks uh-huh. off a fifty yard touchdown run. How much do you think he'll factor into this running game? He'll factor huge in his running game. Like I said before, Kamara could be used as another third down back. He could use him as a receiving back. He was an all-purpose back when he played at Tennessee. So Kamara could be come in as a fourth, fifth receiver, third down back. There's so many ways you can use him, similar to a Reggie Bush, but I think a more a, more of a pure runner. Mm. Okay. Man, you've given us a lot, lot to chew on, bro. Um, tell them one more time what the what the website is, man. Where they can find you, um, how they can find you on like social media and stuff like that. Um, just just kind of let them know where they can go to find the Robinson Report. Okay, sure. Well, again, my name's Eric Robinson, and you can find me on the website. It's therobinsonreport.net. That's T H E R O B I N S O N R E P. O-R-T dot net. That's the Robinson Report dot net. You can find me on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash Ed Robinson 82. That's all lowercase. And facebook.com slash Ed dot Robinson 82. If you're on Facebook, you can just type in my name, Ed Robinson, and you you find my Facebook page. Absolutely, bro. Man, it's been, an awesome, it's been awesome talking to you and awesome catching up. We'll do this again. We'll do this again, man. You got the juice. So we'll do this one more time, bro. Well, actually, a few more times if we get a chance to. I look forward to doing it again, man. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Um, this has been uh, Rick Sincere with TriStar Sports, hanging out with um, Ed Robinson from the Robinson Report. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more of this, um, you can always go to TriStar Sports. Um, actually, I was about to say TriStarSports.com. That's a prayer. That'll come one day, right? Um, but you can go to um, Trackstar Sports on Anchor. You can find us all the time there. And you can join the Debate Fuel group. Join the Debate Fuel um, um, sports page, man. It is incredible. It's always popping in there. So, once again, thank you so much, Ed, and I'll holler at you later, my brother. All right. Thank you, my brother, and have a good one. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye.